Yeah, welcome back. Up and down the network across the countryside, Al Godfrey, AJ Godfrey, our PGA brethren and coach KT Tracy Roberts, as we're in our State Farm Insurance Los Angeles studios, and we've got Super Agent on the phone, Lee Steinberg. Hi, Lee. Hello there. Are you down in Newport Beach this morning, or where are you? I am. I'm just looking at the boats go by. <laughs> Great. <laughs> It's a beautiful thing. Uh, great to have you on the network here, and certainly, um, you know, obviously a lot of things on our minds, especially when we're just a week away from the Super Bowl. I know you have some great things that are coming up here with the Super Bowl related. Of course, not only rooting for your number one man, Pat Mahomes, but talk about some of the new things coming up at the big party. Well, uh, we do humanitarian awards at the party to honor philanthropic work that people in the NFL do. So uh, Stephen Ross, the owner of the Miami Dolphins, is going to get an award. Hmm. Uh, some retired players, a coach, a general manager, and we're doing it for Make-A-Wish Foundation. Nice. So we're raising money to grant uh, kids that um, have different problems in their life with, with their ultimate wish. And so... Um, It'll be 3,000 of my closest friends uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, in, in a fundraising uh, aspect. Uh, we're also doing agent academies uh, across the country. The next one up is in Indianapolis at the Combine. So this teaches anyone with an aspiration to either be in sports, because we do a sports career conference, or in agentry, uh, how to do it. And so... They get brought in, uh, divided into agent teams. They have to recruit an uh, athlete and his family, so they've actually had to recruit Patrick Mahomes or Ronald Jones or uh, Jayon Brown. Um, they mock up uh, being negotiators either as GMs or as agents. They um, do damage control on a player who's misbehaved. Uh, they set up a charitable foundation, so um, it's... Uh, my attempt to to educate the next generation of sports professionals mm -hmm. and at the sports career conference if you want to work for a league a team a conference an ad's office or in marketing or tv or uh any of the fields you get to meet with the experts now this is what fe february 20th lee what's the exact dates of the uh, event in indianapolis it's a saturday and sunday after the combine okay. um and um so every agent in the country gathers there because they have the agent certification uh, conference. Right. And uh, it's funny, the Combine has sort of become a mini Super Bowl. They have uh, uh, hundreds of press people, and uh, uh, it's uh, taken on a life of its own. Talking with Lee Steinberg, he's a super agent. He's been at it for a long time. The agent, yeah. Yeah, he's been doing it a long time. This is great. You know, I got a question for you, uh, Lee, for so many people around the country. And I'm, I'm just curious, and this is just someone who doesn't understand or doesn't know. And um, how do you, you know, as, as a super agent, as an agent, you've been doing this for so many years and you're looking for the, great, the best talent out there. I mean, how, how early do you start? When you're going, you know, you're looking for the next, you know, Patrick Mahomes or the next Mike Trout. Uh, you know, are you looking at kids in high school or even earlier than that? Well, I think there are agents at maternity wards looking for healthy mothers <laughs> um, and uh, how big the baby is. But there yeah, are right. two rules. Um, 
in terms of eligibility, uh, one is that someone who's got collegiate eligibility can't sign with an agent. The second is that they or their family can't take something of value. But when it comes to having discussions with agents, they can uh, do it at any point. So um, let's say that uh, we're looking at uh, Tua Tonga Vailoa. Yeah. Um, generally, they're going to have a screening committee of some people, which in that case was his parents, um, and they're going to start meeting with agents potentially uh, in the spring uh, prior to whatever year they come out in, uh, sometimes in the summer, and that'll be a first screening meeting, and then they'll start to narrow down their choices. Uh, we signed uh, the wide receiver, Jerry Judy, from Alabama this year. They'll, they'll, the mother might step forward. It might be both parents. It could be a family attorney in the mix, and they'll have a preset a group of questions. Uh, sometimes they get them from the National Football League Players Association, and they're looking into background experience uh, and all the rest. So you then make a presentation, and uh, uh, and they respond. And, and in our case, we profile players. So because we ask all of our players to understand the power they have as role models and go back to the high school uh, community set up a scholarship fund, work with the church or Boys and Girls Club, then go to the collegiate area and do what a Troy Aikman did where he, he endowed a full scholarship at uh, UCLA or Edger and James at the University of Miami, and then set up a charitable foundation um, where Warwick Dunn just put the 175th single mother and their family into the first home they'll ever own. So you're looking for people that understand um, the need for second career, uh, who've got good hearts and are going to make a, a, a difference in the world. So you have to profile. Um, and then based on that, they do interviews, and then you might not meet the player until after the bowl game or after the season's over. Got it. Jerry That's Mc a huge process. Jerry, Unbelievable. Jerry Maguire, Tom Cruise. Adam? Yeah, I mean, obviously, yeah. People love that movie, Jerry Maguire. How many? How, how often do you get questions related to the movie? Just every day. Yeah, just um, about every day. <laughs> just every time I walk into an airport or go out to dinner. Uh, <laughs> well, Cameron Crowe, the writer-director, called me up in 1993 and said he wanted to do a film based on a sports agent and could he shadow me. So he went to the 1993 uh, draft where we had Drew Bledsoe as the first pick. He went to USC Scouting Day, the league meetings where I was showing off a free agent, Tim McDonald, came to games, came to Super Bowl parties, spent time in my office, and I told him lots and lots of stories. And then he went off and wrote the script. And my job was to vet the script to make sure the willing suspension of disbelief that holds you in a motion picture didn't get broken. So you're not sitting there as a sports fan thinking the dialogue is phony or the activity or the look is phony. And then uh, I got assigned some of the actors, so I took Cuba Gooding Jr. down to the uh, Super Bowl in uh, Phoenix, and he had to pretend he was a wide receiver all week. <laughs> and... Uh, uh, I actually had to show the quarterback in the film played by Jerry O'Connell, who was Cush, um, how to throw a spiral because he had gone to NYU and they didn't have football there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, man. 
Well, you know, uh, certainly you've uh, represented some of the greatest of all time. And all sports. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting, though, and I'd love to get your take, and I know you have you have a certain way of probably explaining this, but what, what's your opinion on where, you know, sports, athletes, uh, contracts, where, where it's going? You know, obviously we're seeing the bigger numbers year after year after year. Um I mean, for for kids and parents listening around the country, you know, it just uh, where where are we going to be in the next you know ten years when it comes to just athletes and and the kind of money that they're going to be uh, bringing in? Well, the straw that serves to drink is television, and because, for example, pro football is by three to one the most popular sport, and many weeks five of the top ten rated Nielsen nighttime shows are NFL football, so football in America ends up as a top ten show, even though it's only a pregame show. That love affair, that inexhaustible appetite for watching football, and right after pros is college, um, generates an extraordinary amount of revenue from television. And the interesting thing is you can't really DVR a, a sports contest and think that by the time you watch it, no one's going to tell you the score. Yeah. So people tend to watch it live, so the commercials get placed where they are. So it's a big uh, draw and attraction. And you combine that with new jumbo scoreboard stadiums with luxury suites and, and the rest of it, um, and the fact that 40 million people are playing fantasy football, and and, uh, and there's just going to be continuous growth. Now, you fear that if we don't save a certain part of stadiums like a pro football team saving 10,000 seats for young people and, and working families um, and price them a very different way so they can do what my father did with me, which is take us to the $1 seats back in the 50s uh, at the Coliseum. I mean, you needed a telescope to see the field, but yeah. we were at the game. Yeah. And um, so I worry about that for the future. The other threat... Um, uh, baseball, for example, has quintupled its gross receipts, so they're in a growth period. Um, the NBA is growing, and and so people are playing fantasy sports. Um, you know, they always bet on the games. There are new interactive apps where people can get into the action and act like they're the coach and and diagram the plays themselves. So there are all sorts of ways to enjoy uh, sports. In football, the existential threat is concussion, because um, I've been crusading on this issue for years and years, and we have bigger, stronger, faster bodies, uh, and the G-force at the line of scrimmage is, is really heavy. So you could have an offensive lineman come out of the game, because every time a lineman hits a lineman, it produces a sub-concussive event. You could have an offensive lineman come out of pro football after playing in high school and college with 10,000 sub-concussive hits, none of which have been diagnosed, none of which he's aware of, but the aggregate almost certainly sets up a tendency towards Alzheimer's and uh, ALS and uh, chronic traumatic encephalopathy and uh, depression. So, you know, we've got to be very careful about continuing to try to develop new helmetry, experiment with no blocking and tackling except during the games, find nutraceuticals that heal the brain because um, 
that's the biggest threat down the line to at least uh, college and professional football. So on the lighter side of things, uh, what's your opinion of the Houston Astros, Boston Red Sox? Let's go on and on. The list goes on and on. You can't have that in sports because the reason sports are successful is is that fans believe that both teams are trying as hard as they can, giving maximum effort. They're playing by the same rules. There's an even playing field. And if you start to raise the specter that somehow the games are not being played on a level playing field, people are cheating, the games are fixed, then it becomes wrestling. Yeah. So they have to really move aggressively to to stop that type of activity. It's somewhat similar to uh, the steroid epidemic. Uh, if, if player X or team X is playing by one set of rules and someone's undermining that, then it really challenges the integrity of the game. So um, I think they did the right thing in, in both teams and the commissioner in, in moving to, to stop it rapidly. That's great. Hey, Lee, we're running a little bit out of time. I really appreciate you taking time to uh, share all your thoughts. And, uh, again, we want to reiterate your Super Bowl party. What is this? Is this over the 32nd year you've been doing the party in the uh, Super Bowl? Actually, 30, 33rd, but who's counting? Yeah. Um, it's, uh, <laughs> And this will be my 46th draft, so oh, I started great. back in 1975 with Steve Barkowski. Oh, that's great. Hey, can you just hold on a second? We want to get a one-liner out of you. No, I mean, well, he's busy, but I appreciate everything that you do, and uh, what are the, just a cool career you have had, and it continues, and it's really cool when my son wakes up in the morning and says, hey, if I don't make it as a professional athlete, Dad, maybe I can just be a sports agent. I'm like, well, just a lot of work. you gotta, you got to be smart like Lee Steinberg, that's for sure. Hey, thanks again, Lee. My pleasure. All right, Lee Steinberg, super agent.